and welcome to Ghostwriter Podcast. I'm your host, Corinne Prevost, and today we're going to be covering Real Housewives of New Jersey, the latest episode, as well as the beginning of a wonderful new book that I'm reading called Love Italian Style by Melissa Gorga. Okay, so we open up the episode with Gia, Melania, and Teresa all heading to visit Joe at ICE. How did Gia drop the ball on this ICE visit? How are they leaving anything to Teresa? Like, why is it Teresa's job to get the birth certificates and the passports and the license, the identification? Who leaves their house without identification? Wouldn't Gia be, isn't she at Rutgers? I mean, I feel like you need to carry around your own license. And after your parents are like famously known for not being so hot with paperwork. In fact, they even had to do some prison time because of it. Wouldn't that be the end of trusting them with anything legal, any legal documents? Like Gia should just be completely taking over any paperwork in that entire household at this point. It's insane. And the irony of Teresa not having the right documentation when she's going to a place that jails people without the right documentation is definitely not wasted on me. And kind of funny. A lot of people are saying it seemed very set up. And I would agree when Teresa calls ICE and someone just picks up and she's like, hey, it's Teresa. I forgot my stuff. What do you think? And they're like, oh, yeah, we'll see. I'm like, "Mm, it doesn't feel like that's how that would work at all. Um, Dolores and her dogs, not interested in anything with her and her dogs and her renovated kitchen and anything with that. I didn't realize that Dolores has been divorced for 21 years. I really want to know more about like what Big Frankie has been up to in those 21 years and what's going on with him. Um, Dr. Aiden and Jennifer, they seem to be out to dinner, but it was very bright. And then they seem to be ordering dinner entrees. But then Aiden, or I forget his first, oh, Bill Aiden, orders a Bloody Mary at dinner. That's like... A psychotic. Who orders a Bloody Mary with a dinner entree? That is bizarre. Um, I also think it's really funny that when Melissa shows up to meet her mom and sisters at for dinner, Melissa is complaining that her daughter is trying on all these uh, dresses for her school dance, and she wants to dress like a stripper for the school dance. And in the words of Joe Gorga, what's wrong with strippers? Um... I mean, he was a stripper at Chippendales, as he revealed on one of the reunions, I think like three reunions ago, and Melissa was accused of being a stripper. So it's all, everything comes full circle now that her daughter now wants to dress like a stripper at school. You know, keep the family business going, keep the legacy going on. I love Melissa's mom and sisters. I want to go and get drunk with Melissa's mom. She just gets wasted after she has like three sips of wine and is like dying laughing. And she just seems like the kind of person that would maybe get asked to quiet down or maybe get asked to leave a restaurant. And I have been on a kick lately of getting kind of like kicked out of places. I don't know what's going on, guys. So I was in New Jersey at a BYOB sushi place called Nori in Montclair, New Jersey. And I was there with my aunt and her rowdy friend and my rowdy friend and you know, my friend fell out of the booth laughing so hard and we were making, we were making quite a lot of noise and getting kind of drunk. I will agree, but they asked us to, um, you know, maybe be quiet or 
head towards the exit. So I don't know. And then my son was recently kicked out of a tumbling class. And my dream is for him to cheer for Navarro cheer. So I don't know how we're going to get that off the ground if we can't even make it through a season of tumbling classes without getting kicked out and refunded all of our money. So I don't know. So anyway, Melissa's mom is my people is what I'm trying to say. So Melissa's whole fake plot of like, oh, I think I'm going to have a baby. I'm like, just stop it right now. Like, no one's interested in this. Even your own sisters are like rolling their eyes to the back of their head. I also am interested in her sisters. Like, do they have husbands? Do they have kids? It feels like they're always with her mom. And it feels like the three of them always show up together. Um, I don't know. I feel like her mom and her two older sisters all live together. I don't know if that's true or not. So... I guess her sisters are, she's 40, so her sisters are 50 and 52. I think they look super good and super young. I was turned on this episode, guys, which shouldn't be happening during an episode of Real Housewives of New Jersey, but um, Joe Gorga fixing the leak under the sink was getting me excited. I don't know. It's I like a man who can fix things. Uh, you know, acts of service is my love language, so I don't know. No, no. We need to hear more from No, no. No, no thinks Frankie is too thick. Does he mean that Frankie is stupid or does he mean that he's too muscular? I definitely want to hear more about No, no's thoughts about Frankie. And too thick is a bad thing and he also is the father of Joe Gorga, who's like the biggest Jersey meathead, and Teresa who is in a muscle woman competition. So it's kind of a funny comment coming from Nono. So Joe Giudici apparently told Teresa to just go ahead and find someone else. I wonder if that's something that he really said or if she's like kind of secretly getting it all set up little by little for her departure. Like, look how mean he's being to me. Look, you know, how this and that so she can feel like she's leaving with a clean conscience, which she should be anyway, and just so it looks good to the outside. Because you know one thing about Teresa, she is worried about how things are perceived or you know, the optics of things. So we'll see. Now, Joe, again, got me again, Joe Gorga. He said, I love you. You're amazing. You're beautiful. That's what a man says. I mean, he's right. He is right. Jackie has her dad's eyes and nose, like, exactly. It's kind of crazy. Jackie's dad... I mean, she has family money, but Jackie's dad has a box TV on his counter. I have not seen a box TV in a very long time. And, you know, that's why she has family money. They're not blowing it all on, on flat screens. They're saving it up. So, you know, that's lesson learned for Jennifer. I would love Jennifer to come and see his box TV and just, like, have a panic attack. <laughs> And Jackie's dad, it's revealed that he also has an eating disorder, and then he weighs himself every morning and is very hard on himself if he loses weight. But his he has, like, mashed potatoes and one other thing in his fridge is all he eats. This is a fascinating plot twist with, like, the eating issues for the whole family. Marge's bedroom and house, especially the upstairs, it always looks like they just moved in yesterday or the cleaner's about to come. Like, what is Marlene doing? Can Marlene go in there before the cameras come in Marge's bedroom and, you know, maybe tuck a few things away in the closet? That house is absolutely huge. Why can't we have a room for dumping things and kind of keep the areas where we're filming a little neater? Especially having, she sells, uh, Macbeth collection literally sells 
all these items that are for decorating and organizing your home. So I would think you'd want to keep that brand up. But it always just seems kind of like ramshackle up there. Jackie's interior design, I'm, I'm pretty into it. It's very clean, very modern, very new looking. Um, and I think it's just looks more high quality than a lot of the other women's places. Um, I think that Melissa Gorga and JLo have very similar nose jobs. They have like really flattened the top bone of their nose in a similar way. And it's so funny how everyone's like, Melissa Gorga and JLo look alike. And I'm like, yeah, because Melissa Gorga modeled and styled herself after JLo. That's why. I mean, as someone who tries to do that myself very unsuccessfully, it's not just this accidental thing. Like she picks someone and dresses like her, gets the exact same hairstyle as her. I mean, it's it's not by mistake. So I actually think that I gave myself like a mini nose job by mistake. Over the weekend, I was at um, this restaurant in Laguna called Oak, and the they have this thick glass door next to like a thick glass wall, but it's framed out exactly like the door and it was super, super clean. And I was kind of getting frustrated with my son and his friend and I walked really fast and really hard and slammed my whole face and body into the glass and my nose is still sore, but I swear to God, it's kind of like flattened the bone on top. So maybe I'm going to be looking a little bit better soon or I don't know if it's going to come back. I don't know if that's possible if you have enough impact on a bone if it can kind of flatten it out a bit. Not sure. But um, the embarrassing part about that was, besides the thud that it made and the fact that everyone was staring at me, was that um, I left a big grease mark in the shape of my head on the window where, like, it was, like, my greasy forehead, my greasy nose, and, like, my lip gloss, like, all there. And, you know, then I was – today I was at CVS. I'm like, might be time for, like, a finishing powder. Maybe um, go back to those – remember those little wipes that we used to use? I feel like they were very, like, late 90s, early 2000s. They were, like, those rice paper. They came almost, like, in a matchbox, and you'd rip them out and kind of get the grease off your face during the day. I haven't seen those anywhere for a while because I feel like the trend went towards – dewy skin and that, but I don't know. Now it's matte. I don't know if it's dewy or matte. I'm not even sure anymore. Um, but maybe I need to go on Amazon and see if I can track down some of those papers. Okay. Um, what did I write? Oh, oh, Marge's dress at her event was absolutely amazing. I loved it. And the pictures of the Marge, um, that pigtail picture was was just frightening. There was it was a little heavy on the margin. It felt like an odd choice for a jewelry collaboration with Noir. Noir, did I say it? That tuna appetizer with caviar. I was would love to eat that. That looked absolutely amazing. I want the recipe so I can try to make that or the restaurant where I can go get that. Um, does Marge Senior have an accent? I can't decide if she just has like. A weird way of speaking or if she has an accent or what country they're from or what's going on there but I've always wondered that and if anyone knows please reach out to me does she have an accent I also feel like Marge Sr. sometimes sounds like she has an accent sometimes like a foreign like a non-American accent sometimes she sounds like she has a regional New Jersey accent like the way she speaks to me is very very inconsistent and it's kind of confusing to me Okay, I love the jewelry brand that she's collaborating with, Noir Jewelry. I used to go to their sample sales all the time when I lived in New York. And it used to be, I think like Lady Gaga wore that brand and made it super popular with Lady Gaga kind of in her beginning when she first came out. 
Um, Teresa is drinking a tequila and pineapple juice. Why? And I also, I, that's a lot of sugar with the pineapple juice. So I'm surprised Teresa is getting that, but okay. Now I can't tell if Bill is amused with Jennifer or Jennifer's behavior or repulsed by her behavior. I I just can't tell, but I hope that we get a little more uh, clarity on that. Melissa Gorga's dress is absolutely beautiful. I want to know who makes it. I want to buy that dress. Um, and then <laughs> when Jennifer said, aside aside from the fact that she spends every penny that he brings in, which is what she said that Jennifer spends every penny that her plastic surgery surgeon husband Bill brings in, I thought that was pretty funny. And um, wait, who said this one? Stick. So you have a stick up your ass. It doesn't suck dick. Um, hmm. I think that Jennifer said that about Jackie. I mean, these ones, they're going in. They are going in. Okay, Marge, oh, Marge's Joe, because there's like one million Joes. Marge's Joe, I don't know his last name. He loves to be Joe Gorga's sidekick. He loves gossip and nonsense. And he's just always kind of like running around like, yeah, that's what he said. Like after Joe Gorga says something. And I kind of love a guy who loves some bochinche. And that is totally him. Like, I think he just loves being on the Real Housewives, loves hanging out with Marge and her mom. Like he likes to be in the middle of everything. And he likes all the craziness and nonsense. And I find it kind of adorable. Um, when they were showing the dance floor, did you guys catch Marlene humping Joe Gorga? And Melissa and Marlene have some kind of like special relationship. <laughs> they like love each other. But Marlene humping Joe Gorga is that's the kind of party antics that that we need. That's amazing. Um, next week, we're going to be going to prom with the too thick Frankie. And then we're going to the shore. I mean, is there going to be a glamorous vacation coming up? Hopefully. All right, guys. I started reading Love Italian Style by Melissa Gorga. I got it for, I think, like $3.99 on Amazon. It's a used copy, but in great condition. I highly recommend if you want any celebrity books and you like to read the hard copy, um, they you can get them on Amazon so, so cheap. A lot of them will be delivered prime. The other place I get these books is at um, the Newport Library. Well, actually, I shouldn't tell you that because you're going to grab all my celebrity books. Um, but any kind of used bookstores, celebrity biographies are typically not the types of books that people keep forever. They typically read them and then try to discard of them, uh, as I do as well. So, oh, on a really quick... A celebrity biography that everyone is talking about that I'm dying, dying, dying to read is uh, Jessica Simpson's new book, and I'm getting it on Audible, and my girlfriend and I are heading up to the Madonna Inn in like a couple of weeks, or I guess like a month, and we're going to listen to it on the way up there because it's going to be about a four-hour drive, and I am so excited. And If you have a really long drive, you just, you know music for me doesn't cut it. It's too boring. Get a great dishy, juicy, gossipy celebrity biography, especially if you, you know, one, one that you and your friend or partner will both enjoy and put that in and it'll be the best ever. My husband and I did Chelsea Handler's book when we drove up to Yosemite and it was just, it's just great. It's amazing. Okay. Let's get to Melissa. Okay. Melissa's number one message from her fans is I want your marriage. I will say this. Honestly, any marriage looks amazing among the horrible and abusive relationships that are featured on Real Housewives of New Jersey. I mean, really, like, 
any man can look like an absolute saint. I mean, this is like the lands of Joe Giudici. This is the land of God Amber. Oh, Jim Marchese. Um, who else were like the terrible, the terrible husbands? Remember those the the twins, the one that twin got her like a uh, for Christmas, like a high heel wine holder shoe. I mean, you know, it's not so hard to kind of blow these guys out of the water. Okay. So in the book, she says, you're probably wondering how to gorgonize your marriage. So when I heard gorgonize, I'm like, organize? I I thought this was a relationship book, but gorgonize is how you can make your relationship or marriage more like the gorgas. So gorgonize is a real word that she is going to be using throughout this book. So that's a sign of what's to come. Step one is treat your husband like a king. Okay, that's one way to do things. And, you know, everyone has to do their own way. I personally believe in um, emotional confusion. It's kind of like muscle confusion, but for your feelings. I don't know if you guys remember Tony Horton, and he talked about, like, you know, uh, P90X, which I have a long sorted history with both Tony Horton and P90X we can get into on another episode. But um, basically, he's like, oh, if you work out your arms and your butt and your legs and your neck and whatever that your body will be like I don't know what's coming next and you'll like make your your body really strong and sometimes you can do that in a relationship you can be like really really sweet one day then a little bit distant then you can you know you can just kind of be surprising you know be you don't need another woman I you know I have enough personalities for everybody so it'll feel like you're in six relationships when you're with me so that's just something you guys can try out Give me some feedback. Let me know how it works for you. Okay. So Melissa also says she's not subservient. She says you won't find her sitting around in some ratty moo waiting for her husband to come home and validate her existence. She's different. She waxes her mustache and wears five-inch stilettos. <sighs> okay. Um, I think it's kind of funny that she <laughs> calls out that she waxes her mustache. And let me tell you... Guys, one time I was minding my own business, just getting a pedicure. And, you know, like with any service, they always want to upsell you, right? You know, you're getting a pedicure. They're like, oh, do you want a foot massage? Do you want the scrub? Do you want the mask? Do you want the Himalayan sheet bath? Whatever. So they, she told me, the woman that was doing my pedicure, she goes, oh, do you want to wax your mustache today? I was like, uh, excuse me, I have a fucking mustache. So I... (laughs) The thing is, she called it a mustache. Like, I've heard people say, like, do you want to wax your face today? Do you want to wax your upper lip today? Do you have any waxing needs that we might need to address today? But she just said it like, I'm just walking around town with a full-grown lumberjack man mustache, and is that something that I would like to keep on doing, or would I like to pivot and take my lumberjack mustache off my face? So, you know, I was young and insecure, and I was like, yes, 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 yes. Obviously, if I have a mustache, it must be gone. So she did wax my mustache, and I don't know, you know, I don't recommend getting your waxing done at the same place as your um, manis and petties. I think you should go to a waxing specialist. Um, you know, I like to go to places that just wax. You know, my favorite place here that I'm going to make an appointment for is Sugared and Bronze, guys. You go there, you get your Brazilian, they do sugaring, it's great. And then you get your spray tan and you look and feel like a million bucks. So Sugared and Bronze in Corona Del Mar is the spot. In my opinion, it's the best 
wax, but I guess it's actually a sugaring that I've ever gotten in Orange County. Okay. So, um, what happened to my lip is that I don't know if the wax was too hot. If I don't know what the issue is, but I can tell you the result was that she had ripped all these hairs, like each follicle out and each follicle where a hair once lived was now a pus filled bulb. Okay. And it was on fucking fire. And I had that for like five days. Like just imagine having like 400 dots of pus on your upper lip. That's, that's not the look. It's not the look when you're waiting tables. And at that point I was taking an on-camera acting class and I couldn't film my, my soap opera scene. So that was the only reason why I'm not starring on a soap opera now. Pretty upsetting. Um, so that's just a PSA. Don't get your lip wax at the nail place, but you guys are probably too sophisticated to do anything that stupid. Okay. So in the book, she says she's zooming up the iTunes charts, but never one step away from her husband. That's how she's got it all together. And a marriage quote from her, a marriage isn't about scorekeeping or payback. I hundred percent agree with that. And I think that in relationships in general, they're always changing and evolving. And like one week you're doing way more than your husband. One week, hopefully your husband's doing way more than you. One week you're, you know, the MVP, the next week you're not. I mean, I think we're always changing. And I feel like a lot of people I know that have ended up getting divorced are people that are always trying to like keep a scoreboard in a relationship. And the thing is, it's exhausting to do that. And it's just not healthy. So I do agree with that. Okay, so Joe built their 10,000 square foot home. Um, How do you find your family in that huge space? Like I can lose my son in this house. And this house is like, it's under 2,000. I want to say it's like 1,200 square feet, maybe 1,300. I have to look it up. I don't know, but I can't find family members all the time. There's only three of us, and it's only three bedrooms and two bathrooms. So I, I don't know. And then it's kind of funny because she talks about having seven toilets or really the fact that she picked out the flushers for all seven toilets in her house. And I think she's kind of like flexing a little bit, which – Hey, seven toilets. That's I just got two. I'm feeling uh, pretty fancy with two. But the thing is that who would have known that someone was going to come on the show and their claim to fame was going to be 17 bathrooms? Is it 17 that Jennifer Aiden has? I think it's something. If it's not 17, it's like somewhere around. There. Okay. So she goes through Joe's needs. Joe's needs are one, to be greeted at the door with a hug and a kiss. You guys, I believe in this. I think you should get a nice greeting when you get home. Um, a home-cooked dinner with clean kids and a clean house. Yeah, that's not happening here at all. By the time it's dinner time, I'm ready to have a lean cuisine. I don't even give a shit anymore. I've already made five meals at that point. And then sex three to five times a week. That is a robust sex life. Respect for anyone who is having sex three to five times a week with all the amazing content on Netflix. That's, that's robust. Okay, Melissa's needs to know where he is and with whom at all times kind words, and sexy looks. Okay. And she said, you should never say, you should know how I feel without me having to spell it out, which I actually completely agree with this. And I think a lot of women do this, like say what you want. And this actually annoys me. If you, if it's your birthday and you want a certain gift or you want a certain party or you want to have breakfast in bed or a card or this or that, like fucking say that that's what you want. Like don't, then, because I hate when people don't say what they want and then they're all pouty in their relationship. And, you know, these are the events of your life. Like, take action. If you don't have 
a spouse that is creative and coming up with stuff on their own, give them a list of 10 ideas and say, hey, I want at least two of these to happen on my birthday, whether it's, hey, I want some flowers or, hey, I'd love to go to brunch or something like be, be involved. Okay. She also says that, oh, she says marriage isn't a magic show. No one can read minds. I 100% agree. Look look at me. Agreeing with Melissa Gorga, left, right, and center. What's going on here? Okay. She also says sex is one notch below food. Food is life-sustaining. Sex is marriage-sustaining. Okay. And people used to ask her if she was half black all the time growing up, which I was like, oh, that's so interesting. Um, So she moved to Boca Raton in high school, which I kind of remember her mentioning when they went on that trip with Siggy Flicker to Boca Raton where (laughs) Siggy was losing her damn mind in Boca. And um, when she moved to Boca, when Melissa moved to Boca, everyone at her school thought she was a slut because she was Italian and from the North. And they ended up accusing her of sleeping with someone's boyfriend. And then the girls, some girls pretended to be her friend, drove her someplace, and she got jumped by 30 girls. And then she was like, I didn't sleep with your boyfriend. I'm a virgin. I'm a virgin. Um, So that's where we're leaving off. I have more to read. Uh, The whole beginning of their relationship, Joe and Melissa's relationship, is what is up next. I really wanted to recap 90 Day Fiance, but I don't understand. It's so confusing about... Was the wedding episode the last episode? I I have no idea. All right, guys. I'll be back next week with more Melissa Gorga and perhaps a recap of another. Oh, what's going on with my new computer? Ah, Okay, with another show. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. (laughs) 